dear ones. This is Rebecca Wong, and this is the very last episode of the Practice of Being Seen podcast. Today's conversation is a special one. I'm joined by my dear friend, Annie Schusler, and we're having a really special conversation about making pivots in your business in order to get closer to what you're meant to do, which is also exactly what I'm in the midst of doing and why I'm pivoting into a new podcast that will be released in January of 2019 called Connectfulness Practice. Annie and I are both about to get really personal about the pivots that we're moving through. And we're also talking about a retreat, the signature retreat that we are hosting in April of 2019 for you. (laughs) (laughs) So Rebecca, we're both used to interviewing people. And so I just paused because I was like, wait, Who's interviewing who? I think we're just having a conversation. I, I kind of started laughing right after I clicked record <laughs> because I was sitting here thinking, wait, wait, exactly that. Which one of us starts? What are we <laughs> going to start with? So I love this. I, we were just having a conversation and I think it's exactly the energy that we want to capture right now for our listeners. Yes. Yes. And we do this. Like we, <laughs> um, we met through, I believe, interviewing each other. And realized that we wanted to talk a lot more often, a lot more often, (laughs) not always recording. And so we do this a lot. And, um, and then that also has led to us masterminding, which led to us collaborating. So we're going to get to all of that. Which led to me visiting you. Yes. (laughs) That was so much fun. And yeah, now we're, we're doing more masterminding and collaborating together too. Yes. So, so should we start talking a little bit about um, what we've been masterminding? Yeah, I think so. Like, let's talk about how, like, one thing that came up, and I know for me, it was, it's just been so cool to have both of us going through something different but similar in that we're both pivoting. Like, we're both really going through profound changes in our businesses. And, and I think on a regular basis, we also seem to inspire each other to really make those pivots more cohesive. Yes. Yeah. So tell us about your pivot. Mm. So I'm, um, I don't even know how to talk about it yet. I'm, I'm pivoting into really owning the work that I've been doing for, mm-hmm. for some time now. Um, for my Connectfulness brand, I'm pivoting more directly back into it. I had been distracted and pivoted away in a bunch of different directions over the past few years. And I think part of that was also um, not so much a distraction, but a useful, useful other ways of learning and honing skills. And now I think I'm pivoting back in more strongly to where my skills lie. Mm-hmm. And what is that, what is that turning into? Um, it's turning into me re-envisioning my private practice mm-hmm. um, into really realizing what I want to be using my voice for. And that's why I'm going to be pivoting away from the Practice of Being Seen podcast and into a new podcast in 2019 
called connectfulness practice. How would you describe the difference? Like what does connectfulness get to do that's different? Mm. Well, so connectfulness is going to be having a, a different a different energy about it. Um, the Practice of Being Seen podcast, I think in many ways has been geared towards, towards therapists. Um, and the new podcast will speak to, I think, a broader range of people, people who want to really listen to the depth of the conversation. We're going to be dancing between the edges of love, life, and legacy and wondering a lot about how do we how do we integrate our lives so that we can both um, reach the places where we can reach to affect positive change, and that's even into the deep, dark parts of ourselves? And how do we create the world around us that you know we really want to see? How do we live into those relationships? How do we create more intimacy? How do we change the conversation? Hmm. And what do you feel like um, the? I love how you're saying love life legacy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm so drawn to the word legacy in that triad. Yeah. And like, what? What does that word make you think of, Annie? Like, so it makes you me just think break of, it down. Where do you free associate? I go to like, what is what is my body of work? Like, what is the stuff I want to be known for? What's my contribution? I personally don't care about being known by a lot of people are known after I die. <laughs> I think <laughs> legacy can bring up that, but I do really feel like I identify with this idea of balancing love and life and legacy, meaning like my, my life's work and yeah. really being closer to my purpose. Yeah, and, and there's another component, right? Because as you're balancing your life's work, you're also living your life. You're also living your life in connection to the people whom are closest to you. And, you know, especially if they're your children, they also are part of your legacy. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's so many different ripple effects that we have on one another and our, on our, ourselves. And, you know, our work is a piece of that. Yeah, absolutely. What does legacy mean to you in that triad? I think it's, it, it, for me, it's all of it. It's, mm -hmm. it's not a one thing, but it's, it, it is. It's the work I want to leave behind. It's the way I want to affect change in the world. And, it's, and that includes, um, you know, the humans that I'm growing up <laughs> and yeah. how they'll learn to contribute to the world um, and raise other humans. And so the relationships are an intimate piece of that. Um, and then it also includes how I want to live my life and, you know, what, what feels good to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Are you, um, are you explicitly using love life legacy like on your new website and in, in images and things like that? Yeah. I think it's something I'm still exploring and I'm, I'm still working with, um, graphic designers to come up with my new artwork. Mm -hmm. Amazing how long a visioning process that takes. It keeps surprising me. I'm like, oh, I can get this done like next week. And then it's, you know, it takes months to really vision into it for me. But I do believe those words are going to end up on, on everything. They're already on um, some of the newer 
pages of my website. Yeah, I, that's interesting, Rebecca, because we're so we're in like a parallel process and I'm revisioning also and I am having the same experience where this rebranding or revisioning is so much more kind of time consuming and feels really important in a way like to get it not exactly right, but to get it like to attune to it well. Tell me more about that attunement process. What's that been like for you? Where are you going with it? So I guess I should say, we'll just keep bouncing back and forth, Rebecca, because I want to talk more about yours. (laughs) (laughs) Put a note down and we'll come back. (laughs) But I should say just the broad brushstrokes of what it is, is um, that I'm like my pivot is moving towards like now what I do is I work with therapists on building their private practices and the pivot that's happening is working with people who have been trained as therapists to do the work that they want to do to make a bigger impact. And so that can mean so many different things, but it so often means leaving the therapy room, either leaving it behind or leaving it more often. (laughs) to be an author, to be a speaker, to be a a program creator, so many different things, Um, to be a leader. And so the the name of all this new stuff is Rebel Therapist. I love this name so much. I want to know how you're connecting Rebel to leadership because I think those two are deeply entwined, but I want to hear your thoughts on that. Ooh, yeah. They do feel... They do feel entwined. To me, um, there are there are certain constraints to being a licensed therapist that are really important and wonderful. And there are certain constraints that feel like they become ways that we hold ourselves back. Um, and so in order, what I've found is that in order to become a leader in a bigger way, I've had to rebel against those limits. And so for me... What does that look like for you? Yeah. For one thing, it's meant going into coaching um, because helping people with their businesses, helping them revision their businesses, that's that's no longer therapy, even though the way that I think is always going to be informed by all of that training and all of that experience of being a therapist. But... In order to really go deep with someone on their business and to help them revision what that's going to look like, I've had to completely step away from the therapy room. And, and so in that way, rebel against it and yet, or rebel within I, it. Yeah, I was going to say, I think within it to some extent, because mm-hmm. I, I'm guessing that a lot of the work you do for people in terms of developing and coaching them through their business. I, I know I only know you as a friend and as a masterminder, but I don't know you as a coach. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I can only guess, but I'm guessing that that work is just as deep as the therapy that you were doing in that setting was. Yeah, I think it is. Especially when I'm working with people who are really seeing their work as their legacy, you know, who are seeing their work as something so 
important and they're seeing how they want to make a bigger impact, then it's completely deep because we're running into things like imposter complex and we're running into things like the meaning of life. (laughs) (laughs) And why am I building this thing and working all these hours? And yeah, what are my boundaries and why do I need them? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Am am I enough? Am I good enough? Do can I make it in this industry? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And if someone else is already doing what I want to do, then should I really do it? Right. All those I'm, questions. I'm a total imposter. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have my life together and here I am helping other people with theirs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for me, the rebel is, uh, my image of the rebel is really an adventurer more than um, an outlaw. Like it's, it's someone who is pushing the boundaries, going to new places, making a bigger impact and, and making their journey really meaningful more than it's like a Harley Davidson type rebel. I think a rebel is a change maker. Yeah. A leader, right? Like someone who will lead us to a new way. Like, I don't know, um, Moses, (laughs) right? Like we can go there. We can, we can go to like, um, you know, Return of the Jedi, right? And Mm -hmm. like Princess Leia. Um, I'm Halloween today when we're recording and I'm dressed dressed as Ruth Bader Ginsburg, (laughs) right? There's a lot of different kinds of rebels and leaders out there. Yes, absolutely. I love that. I love that that all is just... So anyway, I think that brings us to where we're collaborating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so as we were going through for the last like year or so, collaborating, masterminding, we realized really early on that we want to do something together. We want to make an impact together and serve people together. And and I think in that process, we didn't have a clue what that was, not at the time. And we were both feeling into something that energetically was like really exciting. And both of us were visioning and growing a lot together at that time. Yeah. And Rebecca, I haven't told you this, but I found this voice recording that I had done, I sometimes will just grab my phone and do a little voice recording when I'm inspired, something I don't want to forget. And it was really early in knowing you. And I had done this voice recording saying, here are some of the amazing things I want to do. And one of them was some kind of collaboration with Rebecca Wong. And I was like, (laughs) I had to look at the date, like, oh my God, this was a long time ago that I knew that. Yeah. Wow. And it's so interesting because I I know I've always like, even I think before you got into the the coaching world, I remember your old relationship therapy website. Oh, like like your, your work has always stuck out to me somehow. And Mm -hmm. even though we're across the country, (laughs) you know, like there's always been something about the way that, um, I don't know, the, the energy I get from you, the vibe I get from you, the way it feels to me from a distance before I knew you that you must be as a therapist. Um, I got a vibe that felt like, well, that's, an, that's professional energy that I want to connect to. And then I saw you emerging in this field. And when I started my podcast, we started talking and I, I just have really enjoyed getting to know you, Annie. This whole process has, I don't know, I feel like the more we spend, this is going to sound really sappy. I hope that's okay. But the mm-hmm. more time I spend um, connecting with and talking to you, I really feel like I start to get to know places that I can grow into in myself even more as well. Like you inspire me. 
Oh, thank you. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah. I've been, I've too. been getting, and yeah. That's why, yeah, that's why I've wanted more. Like that's why, yeah. But so we didn't always know what that more was. And right. I remember when you started to figure out what your more was. Yeah. And we were trying these ideas out on each other and, and your idea has grown and evolved. Yeah. And in a way it's shrunk. Like it's just changed. I think it's gotten more clear. Yes. It's clarified. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And when I say shrunk, like I, um, no, it is just clarified. It's not shrunk. It's just that I had thought that I also, that I was moving away from coaching therapists and then I was moving into coaching all kinds of entrepreneurs, which would include therapists. Um, and I started talking to just a very small number of people, including you, Rebecca, about it. And then got kind of like a bolt of lightning in September saying like, the limits that are frustrating me about the field of therapy are frustrating therapists too. Mm -hmm. And I need to work with them to, you know, figure out how for each person they're going to handle those limits and they're going to make a bigger impact. So, yeah, so it's been really interesting. We haven't landed in the same place, but we've been really supporting each other. Not that we've landed, we're never going to land, but (laughs) we're not in the same place, but we're really supporting each other in just growing and clarifying. Yeah, there's, it's been fun to watch that clarification process happen for you and to get so excited and inspired by, that's for me, the the really exciting part is that as I watch you get more clarity around what you're growing and what your offering is, I get a like sneak peek at it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. And that's the inspiration right there. Like, you're bringing that with you. And I know that's one of your biggest, one of your gifts is, you know, as you call it, the superpower method. Mm-hmm. Really seeing where people can, can expand into. Yeah. yeah. So I don't remember whose idea this, this collaboration of ours was. Me neither. Me I know neither. I don't know that who early idea, first. but yeah, I don't yeah. either. Cause I feel, <laughs> I feel like it was, I feel like it was probably one of those like, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> Moments for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was probably something that we both thought about and then it's just who brought it up first. Yeah. 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 So what is the collaboration, Rebecca? Do you want me to talk about it? I was going to yeah. you. Okay. So we, um, Annie and I decided to pull off a retreat together. Yeah. And we came up with a name for it. I think that was one of the first things we knew was the name. Yeah. And that definitely was you. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Um, But it's the Signature Heart and Soul Business Retreat. And it's going to be April 25th to 28th of 2019 in Phoenicia, New York at a beautiful resort and spa called Menla. Um. Annie, do you want to talk a little bit about the retreat? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's so exciting. It's, it's for people who are going through some of what we've just been talking about. Of mm-hmm. Exactly. Being, what we've... 
Yeah, just what we're what we're going through and what we're talking about helping people go through of expanding, stepping into bigger leadership, stepping further into their purpose. And in the process of doing that, like when you expand, when you get ready to make a bigger impact, when you step more into the work that you're really needing to do next, then that is a big process emotionally as well as all the logistics and all the strategy. And, and so, yeah, go ahead. So we're going to help things slow down a little bit yeah. so that we can really start to discovering what those, what the single things are that are working. We're going to simplify that process. And in that slowdown space, really, really just start to feel our way into it. It's not stuff that other people have done before us. It's that we're really truly each figuring out what works for us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one thing that you have really, I think, helped us name, Rebecca, is that when you expand, you need to let things go. Mm-hmm. That when you expand, you need quiet and space to expand into, and you can't do it bringing along the old stuff that doesn't work anymore. So this retreat is a time to really look at that. Like what is the most important stuff that I want to bring into my work? I want to keep in my work and grow. And then what's the stuff that has to go that's no longer working? Yeah. Because that's, that's a natural part of the cycle. And I think that's, that's one of the things that I come back to a lot in all aspects of my work, especially relationships. But this is a relationship too, because this is a relationship to, to our legacy, to our work. <clears throat> and that's, that's this idea of seasons, that there's like a winter, a spring, a summer, and a fall. And in each of those seasons, we do different things. And when we're about to expand, we often need to let things go and kind of hibernate and get really kind of slower um, and intentional before things can start to bloom and really expand. I love that. I think also we need a tribe. Like when we're, when we're getting ready for that kind of growth, we need to be around people who really want us to grow in that way and are going to support us in growing in that way. And we all know the feeling of being around people who maybe don't so much want us to grow in that way or it's painful for them or it's not convenient for them. And so I think that's a really special thing about this opportunity. That's kind of been special about our friendship is that we're so rooting for each other like, yeah, what are you going to do next? And so that's who's going to be drawn to this retreat to support each other. That's exactly who's going to be. You know, it makes me, I'm in like a tree mode lately. I I went on a retreat recently myself and Mm -hmm. I did um, with Dr. Clarissa Pincola Estes. We did a lot of trance work and a lot of work into um, finding our true self, our original voice, especially in creative process. And So I was deeply in trance a lot of the time. Um, sometimes that trance was just me sketching in my notebook. Um, but I was continuously sketching this one particular image um, and just shadowing it. And it was a, a really beautiful willow tree. And so lately I've been really into um, just tree metaphor and tree stories. And I noticed that that's often where like if I were to identify with a part of nature or something in terms of where I find my strength, it's definitely in trees. 
<clears throat> I get this message of, um, well, I get a lot of really interesting messages. Um, and that might sound really kind of crazy and woo-woo, but it's where I find my truest self. It's where I connect back into myself. If I need, if I feel like the world is crazy and I go for a walk in the woods, things slow down for me. Um, and I don't need much more than that, but that's sometimes what I need. Mm, so, and that's part of this experience is like time to yes. time to sketch or <laughs> or journal or meditate and or all of it. And I will definitely need to be playing with spreadsheets because that's part of <laughs> it for me too. I just but learned also- how from doing this collaboration with you. <laughs> 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 but there's also take care of all the money stuff and that was like I had to learn <laughs> <laughs> but yeah there's also going to be time to like walk in nature and touch trees yes and and receive deluxe like body treatments and stuff like that too we're building in lots of downtime to be used in whatever kind of way works for you there's not just one way Mm-hmm. Right. So when I was kind of um, realizing that this tree was, was, you know, it's been a kind of solid message. And so there's this video that I saw running around on the interwebs um, of this group of trees. I just wanted to share this image with you because it, the reason I think it speaks to me is because it's partially the trees, but um, I think you'll understand the metaphor. A group of trees like in a forest bed, And it's a video of their root system. And apparently at the top of the trees, and they're really tall, they're really old trees, there's a huge wind that's blowing. And what the video is showing is that the earth looks like it's breathing because the trees underneath the ground, the root system, they're all helping to hold one another up. Ooh. Isn't that beautiful? That's amazing. Yeah. And so when you started talking about this community, that's what I started to see. Yes. Yeah, so the wind is blowing Mm -hmm. and the change is happening and... The earth is breathing and they're all holding Mm -hmm. one another up. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to find that video. I'll share it with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally what's going to be happening. Yeah. Yeah. And there's something special about the in real life part of it, like in real space and time that is going to be really amazing. Well, we're getting past all the barriers, right? There's no um, computer between us. We're not separated by time and space. We're like physically right there. We can look look into each other's eyes, give each other hugs. Like we're in the same space, sharing the same experiences. Mm -hmm. We don't get enough of that sometimes these days. Yeah. 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 Especially in business. Oh, especially in the business, I think is one of the most isolating aspects of modern living. And I think one of the reasons for that is we're so conditioned to be in competition with one another. Mm. Yeah. And so to kind of like hide and, and try to not show vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's something really, important yeah that we're kind of setting attention around and setting up in ways that it's going to be a tribe of people who are supporting each other and rooting for each other yeah 
I, I get goosebumps thinking about what this is going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the amount, like, I don't even think we need to talk too much more about it because I think there's probably enough. I mean, we can go on probably for days, but I think, <laughs> I think in terms of like the, the energy of it, I think we've portrayed that to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because it is so much more about what the experience is going to be like. It's not a, um, it's not a curriculum type mm-hmm. experience. It's uh, asking deep questions, leaving space, making room for each person's individual genius and the group genius. It's not a, um, which I love 12 step processes, but it's not a 12 step process. And I, I think in a lot of ways, you know, um, it's interesting because I, I went on that retreat with Dr. E mm. after we already had this retreat all planned and we were just in the final stages of, you know, getting it up online and getting it launched. Um, and one of the things that she talked a lot about was that we need to create containers in order for our creative, um, creative selves to really flourish. Mm. Um, so we need those containers. And I think in a lot of ways, that's one of the things that this retreat is, is it's a, container for, um, for everyone to slow down and connect with one another and really tune in to what their visions are, what their businesses need, what they need um, on a lot of different levels so that they can really flourish and thrive. Mm-hmm. And be inspired. I think that inspiration is, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know about you, but when I'm inspired, like, that's, that's a good time. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. And it's like, I feel like I can do anything from yeah. that space. Yeah. And I can do very little from a drained space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think that's, you know, I want, to, I want everyone who comes on our retreat to leave feeling inspired. Yeah. That is one thing that I want. Mm-hmm. What do you want? What would you like to see when they leave? I want to see them um, feeling a sense of clarity and a sense of disruption. So those things are different, but they can go together. I think they go perfect. So clarity, disruption, and inspired. Yes. Yeah. Like disruption because they won't know. I mean, they may walk in feeling like I'm going to write a book. Not that they're going to write a book over the retreat, but they're going to walk in feeling like I am going to become an author and this is going to help me get clear about how and what. And then there will be, this is just a a made up example. There will be a disruption and they will leave either deciding it's going to be something a little different or it's going to be a completely different kind of book that they're writing than what they thought they were going to write. So it'll be disrupted in some way and kind of a new clarity and inspired. And like they'll feel, even if it won't be in the same place, they'll feel this support of these other people going forward. So in other words, we're trying to recreate our experience knowing each other. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Okay. 
That's right. We've had all of that support. We've had all of that. Yeah. Disruption, clarity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like composting. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Relational composting. <laughs> Business composting. <laughs> I love it. It's the fertile stuff. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I want to touch on this thing that like the way we started kind of talking about this was how this pivot is is really different for each of us. Like yeah. and for me it's taking so much more time and thoughtfulness. And it's not a draining kind of time. It's wonderful. But um, because this pivot feels so important and profound, it's like one way that <laughs> that I'm ending up spending a lot of time is like trying to find the right font. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't take me there. <laughs> I can totally obsess with you forever about fonts. Yes. So and about like, colors for my website. Yes. Like I'm sitting, I just yes. redid a lot of my website last night. I was up feeling really inspired and um, was redoing a lot of it. And I, I am changing colors like a gazillion times. Mm. Yeah. Little, little things. And I think those are distractions. I don't think that those are actually part of the inspiration. Um, they're sideshows, they're distractions, they're things that are um, getting in the way of something. And I think sometimes distractions can be really useful because they help us pace things. But sometimes they're just something that's, that we can uncover. Ooh, this is a really good distinction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes like the, the work I'm doing around like quote unquote branding is actually really helping me clarify like what do I mean by rebel? That getting really clear on that and knowing, oh, sorry. It's okay. We're human. We're good. And, and he, that's your dog. And, 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 <laughs> so figuring out what I mean by rebel and realizing I mean an adventurer, like that then has been so helpful and it means like it's represented by different colors and it's represented by different images. So that's been profound, but I know what you mean that it can then, it can then turn into something distracting. Okay. I just got a vision. I don't know if you have your logo all done yet, nope. but if you don't take, just, just listen to this. Yeah. You remember, I don't know how old exactly you are, but I think we're around the same age. 46. I'm, okay. I'm 43. I'm just, I don't know. I'm thinking of like all these fun colors, like 1970s, 1980s, more like 1980s style of these like fun color bursts all coming in towards each other. I don't know where that Ooh. came from, but yeah. I love it. I yeah. used to really like um, roller disco. Yeah. Like a, like a, I don't know. I'm thinking like a roller disco Wonder Woman. I don't know where that wow. came from, but. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see what you come up with. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. It's such a fun journey. Yeah. Yeah. It's and do you think journey. you'll do you think you'll have trees in there? <laughs> yeah, I think there's images. I think that it I think it's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was telling you I'm um I'm having a really hard time figuring out the direction of the artwork for the podcast. And that's like something I'm really picky about. So no. I think things might like that's, that's the reason the show is taking so long to put out. <laughs> so yeah. I could otherwise launch it, but um, that's the thing that's slowing it down. I think it's also a great thing that it's slowing it down because it's giving me permission not to rush ahead and be able to really 
like you're talking about understanding that the rebel is also the adventurer. Mm-hmm. We need to pace that. We need, we sometimes can't rush through this discovery process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And it matters. It doesn't matter for superficial reasons, but it matters like what your podcast artwork looks like in that you're really trying to communicate something important and that's a huge communication tool. I think there's another piece to it. it. There is definitely something that I'm trying to communicate. And in the process of trying to do that communication, I'm also getting more clarity. I'm getting more clear about what it is I'm trying to communicate. And oh, I can do yeah. that through words or I can do that through images. Like it, however, I, whatever my process is, I'm, um, I was trained as an artist when I was younger, that was my first degree. So the creative process is the place where I find, I figure out what I'm trying to say and then it unfolds for me in words later. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that makes me think of how Mercedes Samudio talked about in writing her book that, and I know you know her really well, like in Mm -hmm. writing her book, she got more clear about her message. Like she already had it. She was already doing the great work. But in writing Shame Proof Parenting, she said she got much more clear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it takes some really deep work to understand, um, to understand what message we're trying to share. Who are we trying to share it with? And like, what is the message? And um, what parts of your story do you need to connect with in order to really be able to tell that message? That was something that Dr. E was also teaching a lot about, incidentally, mm-hmm. at the retreat I went to with her. Um, so it's, there, there's so much that um, it's, a, it's a deep process to really get it out there so that it, it has that connection point. Yeah. And there's so much that has to go when you're getting clear about your message. There's so much that has to be kind of pared away. And grieved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm even just thinking of my private practice. In order for me to expand and grow into some of the things I'm planning more growth into, like I'm, I'm doing more and more intensives these days and they're a different kind of time consuming and they happen at different times. And so I need to carve out more space in my private practice so that I can do more intensives. And it turns out that that's the work I really enjoy doing. Um, And so I'm grieving something in the process of creating space for something else. Mm. You know, and it, it's not all one or the other. I'm, I'm kind of creating a balancing point, but even just having to find what those new, um, how, how it all balances together. It's really different than, um, than I've ever really experienced in my business before. And that's fun. That's so courageous too. Like you're not just going by default of like, well, this is how it has been working. So this is how it'll keep going. Like you're kind of taking everything off the table and then putting it back on. Like what? It's like a puzzle. Yeah. It's going to work. Yeah. 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 You got to figure it out, you know? And you know, what's worked for somebody else isn't, they don't have the same life I have. They don't have the same family structure or energy levels or you know, whatever it is that makes us different. And so their way is going to work hopefully really well for them. And I want to find the way that works for me. Mm -hmm. 
Right. And I think it's, you're talking about the same stuff and that's also what we're, what we're hoping people leave this, this retreat with. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I can go on talking to you forever and we could go in a million other places, I'm sure. And I have to go pick up my children and take them trick-or-treating. It's Halloween when we're recording this. (laughs) So good. (laughs) That's why I'm just like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. (laughs) I love that. I I love that you're sitting there talking about um, kind of this disruption and I'm sitting here wearing a descent collar. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It's perfect. It's really perfect. Oh, okay. So um, we'll, we'll share this on both of our podcasts yep. on Therapist Clubhouse and on Practice of Being Seen. Oh, well, actually, so yeah. it won't be Therapist Clubhouse. Oh, no. It will be the Rebel Therapist or well, actually- but, but this episode, we're going to share- Oh, is this on. one coming before the pivot? Yeah, because your pivot's in January, right? The pivot is in January. So this is going to be, this is going to be closing out Therapist Clubhouse. Yeah. yeah. And it's also- so this is like a really great ritual yeah. for this time around the Day of the Dead and this Halloween time. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. So um, I didn't, I don't know when you're closing out Therapist Clubhouse, but I know practice of being seen is already over, but I'm going to launch this one there for one last, one last show. Exciting. Yeah, this will be, well, people, if they're listening on Therapist Clubhouse, they'll already know this, but this should be like late fall. Late fall. Yeah. 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 And then um, we'll both be launching in the new year, our new podcast. Do you want to talk a little bit about what you're going to be launching? So it's called Rebel Therapist and it's a space where I'm going to talk about the the way that people can make a bigger impact, finding your impact, finding your leadership. And I'll be interviewing people who are doing that. So people who are trained as therapists, sometimes we'll be learning from people who have different training and different experience and just supporting you in making a bigger impact and stepping into your leadership. I'm so excited for this. Yay. Right. And you can always find me at coachingwithannie.com. And in January, you can also find me at rebeltherapist.me. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that it's a dot me. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard about that one. And I'm, I'm doing the opposite. I'm consolidating all of my work down to one site. Well, and mine will be one site. It'll just well, be that you can, you can oh, get at it. Either URL. Way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my, my practice of being seen URL will redirect to connectfulness.com and all of my work will be there. And we'll have both of those on both of our show notes. Yeah. Oh, this is so exciting. Yes. And so we both have information about the signature retreat on our websites. Um, so you can find it either at coachingwithannie.com or rebeltherapist.me, or connectfulness.com. Yeah, and, um, and you can register. Like we're, oh, We've already opened up registration because we know how it can take planning. Mm-hmm. you got to yeah. get it on your calendar. So. Yeah. yeah. So registration is open and space is limited. Great. 
That's Annie, for sure. this was, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely for sure. This was so much fun. Thank you for, for hopping on with me today. Yeah, you too. So good to talk to you. The Signature Heart and Soul Business Retreat is a retreat for entrepreneurs like you who are expanding and stepping into bigger leadership. You can learn more about it at connectfulness.com slash signature dash retreat. Annie and I will also be co-leading two free virtual retreats. It's a small taste of the kind of transformational work that will happen over the four days at our signature retreat. The first one on December 14th of 2018 is entitled Change Your Relationship with Imposter Syndrome. And the second on February 20th 2019 is entitled what's your most popular leadership style you can find links to register for both at connectfulness.com events and a recording will be available for 72 hours after each event for those who sign up i hope that you've enjoyed the practice of being seen podcast and that you will continue to follow me over at connectfulness practice in January of 2019. Until then, take care and Happy New Year.